Chapter Five: Home Fires. Two hundred years passed. Two hundred years after my first arrival into this universe. Two hundred years after I made Ophelia a vampire, and she later massacred her family and the house staff who used to work for her family. Two hundred years after I became Lord Marcus Vega. Two hundred years after I abandoned my home world, universe, reality. I decided to go home and reunite with my people, the pure vampires of my universe. Ophelia continuously told me that she had reservations about me leaving, even if it were only for a short time, and she advised me not to go back for fear that I might not be able to return to this universe. However, I eventually managed to convince Ophelia that though I was indeed going to attempt to return to the place, the world of my birth. I would return to her after I discovered what had befallen my true race, and just before I saw Ophelia for the last time, before I left the mansion that was our home, she again advised me not to leave. However, I left anyway, and then, for the first time in two centuries, I walked out to the exact spot within the vast grounds of our mansion estate. Which now was sealed off and surrounded by a circular stone wall that was considered to be a monument and a symbol of the unity of the vampire people, and with one small step, I walked out of this world, universe, and I instantaneously walked back into the world that was my home. However, upon my return to the universe, the world, the reality where I originated. I immediately discovered that it was no longer the lush place filled with thriving plant life, vampires, and humans. No, the universe, the reality, the world that I came from, my home, was now a barren wasteland that looked as if it had been completely burned to a cinder, and all that seemingly remained was the ash of what once was. The only thing that remained the same was the already crumbling stone structure that the portal to the other universe was contained within, and it seemed to be in the same state of disrepair as it had been the last time I had seen it. I spent hours looking for the remnants of my people. However, outside of the stone structure where the portal to the other universe was, there was nothing to be found: no trees, no animals, nothing. And then, after what seemed like days of just walking around this seemingly dead world, in a complete and utter state of shock and confusion, I encountered a seemingly malnourished and extremely deformed-looking human male who had no idea who and what I was, and whose ability to communicate was rudimentary, but who was eventually able to convey to me what he knew about what had happened to the world I used to know. Which was now a world that had all but forgotten about the existence of vampires, and the long conflict that humans and vampires had once fought on opposing sides of. From what I was able to understand, humanity had been successful in destroying, decimating, and eradicating all the life of the lands, the seas, the air of my world, my home, with some kind of weapons of mass destruction. However, while I was being told all this, I could not begin to imagine nor understand how anything in this world or any world could ever be so powerful and so destructive as to be able to effectively destroy vast expanses of an entire planet, 
because at the time in the universe where I was the vampire king, this universe, it was the 19th century and so-called atomic bombs or nuclear weapons, as they are referred to today, had not yet been dreamt of nor invented. To say that I had a hard time accepting what the deformed human man had told me would be an understatement. And for many weeks, months and years afterwards, I remained scarred by what I saw, by what I heard, by what I smelt in the air. Even now, I can still cannot believe that anybody would be so insane and so self-destructive as to want to not only eradicate every member of a mortal enemy, not to mention why anybody would choose to plague themselves and the future generations of their own race with the after-effects of their own psychological instability. I learned as much as I could from this barely alive human survivor, this barely human spawn of the people who killed my people who told me his name was me. And then I put him out of his misery by cutting his throat with the broken blade that he had told me he used to keep himself alive by lighting fires and by killing other human survivors. Yes, the human race of my home world were now basically cannibals, living the rest of their short lives from birth to death as parasites, one rung below the cockroaches of this world, which to me at the time seemed aptly poetic and fitting as a consequence and as a punishment for what they did to the world and to my people. I did not and I still do not regret what I did, killing that human parasite, and I believe that I did the most merciful thing that I could do ever for him, end his life, because the existence that he lived and perhaps many like him to me was a fate worse than hell. After I spent as much time as I felt I needed to mourn the death of my home world reality universe, I returned to this universe, and almost immediately, while still distraught in a state of confusion about what I had witnessed with my own eyes in my home universe, I found myself in a conflict with my wife, Ophelia, who during my absence had staged, or more accurately was attempting to stage, what the French call a coup d'etat. A revolution, which I recognise is almost at risk of turning into a running joke in vampire society, because there always seems to be someone, somewhere, who is attempting to, or has delusions of grandeur at the thought of, dethroning me for some reason. Though the thought had occurred to me that such a thing might one day be a possibility, I did not ever imagine that Ophelia the vampire queen would be the one to choose to mount such an attempt against me, her husband, the vampire king. 